Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Previously on Vanderpump Rules. Dude, you've been hanging out with Connor a lot. Girls can be broken. You just got to romance and show that you've changed. I don't trust you. It can be done. Saucy's very cutthroat. Your friendship is like over. When I feel a certain way about someone, I don't pretend to all get along. Okay, this is not always about you. Did you say anything to Kristen that anything happened in Vegas? Yeah, I did. Tom slept with. Did you have sex with someone in Vegas? No, no, that's absolute bullshit. is about to find out that her boyfriend is a cheating, lying dick. We had sex. I, no, we, we did not. Sex. No, we did not. Yes, we did. You're you such a liar right now. You say you're my friend and, and you blindside me with this. Tone up, not me. Guys, stop. Diana, walk the away now. Walk away now. Leave. Suck it. I've made so many allowances for her, but now what do we do? Welcome to Vanderpump Robs. Uh, it's a sexy, unique recap podcast hosted by two amazing individuals. One of them is myself. I'm Rob Schulte. And the other one is... Mackenzie Green. Both in LA. Both early risers. Both consuming caffeine in different ways. One of us is sipping matcha. One of us is sipping um, a very generic black coffee. Uh, both of us could switch and still be happy uh why am i talking like this because i'm delirious it's it's <laughs> thanksgiving week and we have this is the second to last episode for us yeah this is basically like our holiday episode wow it's like um vacation like like before you go on vacation in elementary school it's that last day where all the teachers are like dear god yes yes <laughs> now now as an adult i realize all those teachers you're just as excited as we were to get to the yep. point. Meanwhile, I was like, they are so mean. They want us to be here forever. No, they really don't care. They were like, please get out. Let me be uh, mean. I'm not mean. I'm just trying to be efficient. Let's just get the weird stuff done so we can get out of here. <laughs> um, and that's why today we have another voicemail at the end of this episode. It's a surprise. <laughs> Let's see who who's calling in on the big red phone. But until then... We have to talk about Dan Kennedy's voicemail last uh, last episode. He watched season three, episode 13, so we didn't have to. And that was the Miami Girl episode. And I mean, sexy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> we heard about her. Uh, just brief mentions going into this yeah. entire season. But was it all you expected? You know, I dropped we keep a lovely doc in which we basically see each other's um insane thoughts in real time and when i think about how we discussed last episode my reboot of vanderpump but yes. in 2021 i'm like oh miami girl now immediately has a verified tiktok called i am miami girl <laughs> she has merch 
she is like ready when the episode drops to like, you know, at least do three club appearances and yeah. perhaps go live on TikTok to like talk to all her fans about like what you see and what you don't see behind the scenes. And I was just like, wow, what a what a treat of a time capsule that this woman had to physically be there to wreak havoc. And the way like Tom Sandoval just like, nope, I'm out of here. And yeah, wow, I love really, it. You beat the reality TV system. <laughs> you just I left. Just, you know, listen, nothing makes me laugh more than Tom being mid-drink and be like, whoop. <laughs> no. And it's gone before you can even put together where is Tom. Like, by the time other people are like, oh, my God, Miami girl is, wait, where's Tom? Like, that's yeah. what happened. My turn to talk about season three, episode 14, Judgment Day. This is my Terminator 2 soundtrack. The description goes as follows. It's a cloudy day in West Hollywood. Lisa confronts Kristen about her disrespect for management and arrives at a final decision in regards to her future at Sir. Tom Schwartz makes a shocking revelation to Katie. He made out, but probably did more uh, with another woman. Uh, Sheena then debates whether to rescind Kristen's wedding invitation. A lot's going on in this episode. A lot going on. You know, truly, God bless Sheena for trying to keep her wedding relevant to oh, all this chaos. Could she I, like, well, well, I have a, a wedding invitation that could get rescinded. Everybody's like, Sheena, shut up. She knows she's not rescinding any wedding invitation. Like, and this isn't even like reality TV stuff. This is like, it's just too close. Like, you just can't. Like, exactly. Exactly. You're like, for, it's not, it's like the when you see the Eternals and you're like, oh my God, Sprite is human. Yeah, Sprite's human because that actress is a teenage girl. She, they have to do stuff. It's like, it's like, this is a production note. Like, this has nothing to do with reality TV. Sheena has paid too much money. Everybody has been counted. All the chicken Kiev has been made. Like, Kristen's coming. So we're just saying these things. I learned that in Sorority 101. People are like, well, maybe you're not invited to my wedding. And you're like, um, I'm sorry, Meredith. It is two days out from your wedding. Yeah. I'm probably going. Let's stop doing I this. could sneak in if I wanted to. <laughs> your uh, father wants me there. He paid for my place. <laughs> Which that's a whole other topic we'll talk about after the dollar dance. Um, <laughs> you know, bouncing off of the Miami girl uh, discussion, and you said it great. Yeah, she would have a TikTok. She would have all these things. Yeah. But like, you haven't seen season eight where there's this like weird parallel. Um, and they did this too. Like season eight paralleled season one a lot, but now there's this discussion of like. Tom Schwartz not ready to have kids but wanting to have kids and in season nine they're like trying to have kids and like the conversations are like exactly the same but slightly different it's uncomfortable to see again but like I don't know if you're like we've done this before yes like I know other reality shows do it but like it's yeah. so weird just seeing it in front of my face on this. One yeah. Because of the podcast. it's always, but it's always strange with this stuff, right? Is like you're watching reality, but it's really like, how real is this? And then you're also kind of like, how much is the producer being like, 
oh, that was a great plot line when we did that. We should probably go back to that. Because I'll be honest, guys, I'm following Tom's Instagram. That man is nobody's dad. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what is going on? Get out of here. Both those Toms just making big, big decisions. Um, we should, I should move on, though, because I want your opinion. On, I always want your opinion. But specifically, you have your running thesis of this show being like a feminist icon <laughs> of a show. It is. And you are doing the case study of this yes. season. Everything you know has to be around this season and maybe the one episode you've seen in season exactly. two. These are the only things you know, your only touch points. Yeah. And so you don't know about the first season shirtless fist fight in a exactly. strip mall parking lot between all yeah. of these guys. Um, some guys that aren't even on the show anymore. Um, what a setup. A shirtless fist fight in a strip mall parking lot. Yes. What is punk rock band name? Like oh, Lord, it doesn't even fit on the flyer. Um, it doesn't. But everybody's like, strip off this fight's playing this weekend. And you're like, oh my God, I love strip off this fight. Where are they playing? In a strip mall. Strip oh. mall. <laughs> it's a closed down uh, local pizza spot. They didn't yeah, make like, enough money. And so. An abandoned pho restaurant. Yeah. Play. <laughs> but the gas is still on, so be careful. Um, no, we get our first, like. Yes male argument like he did it was he did jarring yeah. first of all it's like Schwartz we've talked about this before with your anxiety you're not set up for this fist fight like no back down my love just don't do this to yourself this is too much Jackson, is someone who when will attack when put into a oh. corner and Schwartz is someone who will like block themselves when put into a yeah. corner Jack seems like he's done enough bare knuckle fights like Jax is the kind of guy that you see and you're like and you may like joke and laugh with your friends and be like ah look at this dumb dumb this lug head but I am 100% certain if a fist fight is breaking out Jax is fine Jax yeah. is fine now Schwartz is that guy that I expect to like leap off of the bar onto the back of the person's back and try to like catch him off guard or they'll do stuff like oh oh wait 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 man wait 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 and yeah. then like sucker punch them so like yeah. just the fact that it's kind of like when i watch where i walk my yorkie in the morning and he sees a pit bull across the street and starts screaming and i am yelling at my yorkie hey buddy we don't want any of that we don't want that smoke on the other side i have a pit bull and so when i see the yorkie barking and my dog like locks on but isn't making a noise i'm always talking to elvis i go dude they don't know they don't know and yeah, that's song that meanwhile the poor pitbull owners hearing me yell at my dog you look like an idiot you look like i'm not helping you if you get in this fight you're on your own buddy so like maybe chill out no man it's not worth it <laughs> yeah and that's and that's jackson this fight where you're like yeah jackson like this man like a piece of paper and it ends up being just a very heated vocal yeah. argument and you're still just like because we got one with tom sandoval a couple episodes ago when he's like why are you trying to throw us all under the bus and like they they edited to make it sound like he's lying too but it's really just this idea that like everyone's just annoyed with jacks and schwartz yeah. is like actually 
really pissed off for my other point I would like to talk about in this episode because <laughs> he actually did cheat on Katie and make out with some woman at a party and Jax told on him. Yeah. yeah. But Jax did it in a real slimy way. Like he was like, here, yeah, Kristen, there's nothing on my phone. I got nothing to hide. Look at my phone right at this text right here where Schwartz says he cheated on Katie. <laughs> I mean, I just delight. They do stuff that reminds me of my old sorority days. So it makes mm-hmm. me giggle because they will like even the fight where it's like just it's a lot of like, oh, hold me back. Like yeah. I used to joke all the time that my sorority sisters were like the queens of the like, oh, hold me back. And you're like, to do what? I'm not. I'm not feeding into the theater that you're going to do something. We all know you're not. We know both of you are going to back down and then everybody's going to go eat like a sleeve of Oreos. Like, can we just move on? Like, so truly. And then pat ourselves on the back. The same thing when he's like, oh, check out the tech. Like, it truly reminds me of the good old days in Kappa. Like, just sitting there with my sisters being like, people being like, I would never tell someone so that she looks fat. I mean, you can see rain on my face. Like, look here at my Facebook messages. I totally defended you. And you're like, wait, wait, defended me for what? Wait, who was talking about me? So it is a treat. I just, God bless him. I still stand by this feminist manifesto uh, thesis that I have going. And if I were yeah. back in college, I would be doing my entire women's studies piece on like, is BPR wildly woke? Wow. How can we do a live event on a patio safely where it's a panel of VPR wildly woke. Um, yeah. Honestly, it should be in an alley. It should never be. We could do it in that parking lot, uh, alleyway parking lot behind Sir. <laughs> I'll see if I can uh, block off some time. Anyway, it's the, no one would come because there's nowhere to park. Um, no place. Not sure if you've ever been in that. Anyway, listeners... <laughs> It's near Melrose. <laughs> I like season three. And I think we're going to have more more of a like next episode because I, we, I do the reunion episodes later and in a different format because I don't think for a podcast, a reunion works as well because <laughs> you just watched everything. So we're going to have like our overall thoughts on the whole season next episode. But like this really is like all the people who talk to you, McKenzie, about like, you know, oh, well, what do you think of Stasi because of X, Y or Z? Like we're going to have such a unique talk about the season, not just because of Stasi, but because like what is season three? Like this is like a make or yes. break season for a show. I was just about to say that, like I as somebody who doesn't watch the show and if somebody were to say to me like. Oh, I want to get into whatever that insane show Red or Buck Wolves is. I would be like, oh, watch season three. Like, it's just, this is a real stretch. But you know how, like, King Richard is just <laughs> enough of, like, an autobiographical setup that you're like, oh, Venus and Serena make sense. That's what this show is to me. Where even though I know nothing about the seasons four to nine, when I look at their instas, or I think back to the handful of times I've met these people because we have apparently met a lot of them and mentored and retained none of it. When I think back to those interactions, I'm like, oh, right. There, there's a little nugget seeds of that in season three. Or when I think about like, oh, I know that Jax is a married man with a baby. And I'm like, oh, wow. To imagine the man getting the nose job is the same person. Like, or who's like, I'm being very transparent. I'm like, oh, I see how he ended up having to literally 
date outside of the state of California to find his wife. <laughs> like, you yep. just get little pockets. Like, it is very much like when they talk about housewives having like make or break seasons or seasons that like made the franchise. I feel like this must be it for the show. I think it's it's pretty close. Um, I really want to do something special for the audience where I think we might need to do like a Christmas episode where we watch season four, episode one, just so you can meet a couple of new characters that join that. Oh, man, you you need to meet. But uh, more on that later, audience. But I realized now in a very like, you know, how we all laugh that like Jennifer Lawrence is freaking out about meeting Chris Jenner. Like there has to also be something really funny to them because I almost saw it at Peter of like this funny thing of truly meeting somebody who's like, it's a pleasure to meet you. Hi. And you are like, I still remember meeting Tyler Cameron from The Bachelor and him coming in or The Bachelorette. He came into where I used to work. Everybody was losing their minds. And you could tell it was like the momentary joy. He was like, hi, I'm Tyler Cameron. And I was like, oh, it's a pleasure to meet yeah. you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then yeah, like, yeah. he was like, and this is my friend, Matt James. And I was like, oh, hi, nice. to Like, do you guys work together? Were you guys on the show together? And they're kind of, and it was like that moment where Tyler looked at Matt and you could tell Matt was like, oh my God, wow. Oh my God. Finally. We haven't had this, we haven't had this kind of interaction in a while. And that's kind of what I realized now a lot is she said to you, want to take some pictures and i was like oh sure i don't want to i don't want to impose because people were like handing her phone uh, being like can you make a video of my friend being like you're a bitch i hate you and i was like oh i don't want to impose and she was like no 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 let's see wait angle your body like this okay i'm the lead in like we're best friends and i was like oh okay all right dang cool dang she's going she's going through it a bit right now but uh we'll find out more about that later um we should, we, we, let's transition into your episode, though. What is it? Season three, episode 15? What a treat. Oh. Better or worse. <laughs> the Sir crew comes together to celebrate Sheena's wedding day, but Sheena experiences a meltdown as the day of her dreams turns into a nightmare. Dun, dun, dun. James confronts Kristen over her continued obsession with Tom Sandoval. It's a very spooky episode with a very fancy wedding dress. I mean, what did you get? Okay, I didn't rank this in our notes, but do you think, do you think that Lisa paid for this wedding? Um, I do. I think the show paid for part of it, but also like Sheena talks about. Okay, so first of all, Sheena talks about a lawsuit that she uses money on for this, but also, but but like. Jax's wedding is like the whole first half of season eight, and it's just, I mean, eye rolly. Like the amount of times uh, Jax's now wife, Brittany, yelled, uh, I'm getting married a la friends off a balcony was, yeah. who season before that, um, <laughs> Tom Schwartz and Katie get married. And oh, that's the whole thing. Season before that, I'm pretty sure Stassi gets married. Like, there's a wedding. Now that I'm thinking about it, there's a lot of them. Almost every season in the second half. But, like... That's wild. It's got to be... There's got to be partway what they're paying for and partway what's product placement. Like, do it at our... Exactly. Because here's the thing. Like, Sheena, if I'm wrong, you can correct me. But she seems like she's the first one to dive into 
the weddings on yes. the show. Yes. And so I keep thinking to myself, like, again, this is very like Housewives season three versus Housewives season nine. I'm like, you're not making season nine Vanderpump Rules money. And you also don't have season nine Vanderpump Rules fake, right? So it's like, if a Jax gets married, you've got like, in Kentucky, you've got like Kentucky bourbon companies like coming out the woodwork being like, boy, we'd love to be the official bourbon of your wedding day. And you've got- I want to be the official beer cheese of your wedding day. Exactly. You've got people being like, we want to be the florists. We want to be the band. We want to do this. I kept watching hers be like, I had to remind myself, this is happening around- probably not too far off of when Pandora got married on yep. Beverly Hills, which was like a spectacle upon spectacles. Like Lisa wanted us all to remember she is that bitch will forever be that bitch. And like, I kept watching this thinking, these feel like some of Pandora's flowers. Like this feels like they kept some of these in the freezer to make sure. Like, it's just a funny thing to watch where the weddings now make sense. To yeah. Me. Like if you tell me like Katie and Tom get married, and it's an extravaganza. Of course it is. Like, we're a little further in. People know their names. This is, like, gonna... You can promise the wedding planner to do it for half the price because you're gonna get, like, 8 million people watching it. Yeah, like, but just put your like, QR code on every table or something. Yeah, exactly. On everybody's table. Like, you can walk around. You can leave out of it. But she, she does. I just kept thinking, like, there's gotta be a lot of, like, in-kind donations coming from Lisa and, like, and, like people calling it favors. Yeah, but like God bless the episode I want. Much like many of my auxiliary, I just want an episode from the perspective of Sheena's family. Like I don't want any. Again, I don't want any of the. I just want them in the background. But I want to know like what her uncle and cousin were talking about when they were at the restaurant. I want to know like what her her best friend was thinking when she's like screaming it to her phone. <laughs> I just want it's I want those stories. I want those too. And like, there's in a, in a few seasons, there's like a half season where it's just Jackson and his fiance in Kentucky. And it's like, that is a sort of, sort of like, give me that for Sheena's family during this season. Give me like three episodes. Yeah. That's just about them at this time. And like, that's a sort of forward thinking. We need Bravo to be having like you're getting, you've got the crew there. Get a handful like survivor. Okay. Survivor yes. does this sort of shit perfectly. You get everything you want on the island of Fiji. <laughs> and then when the people leave, you have a whole crew that like, it's like, here, here's some food. What did you think? Yes. Give us interviews. And you get all this extra like online material yeah. that even if you put it on the streamer, you know, everyone would watch. But like, that is the funny thing when we think about the time capsule that is the show. True. This show gets rebooted in 2021 and there are, it's so many like go on to the VPR Instagram page to see an IG live IGTV episode of like the whole day to oh, look dear. perspective with a GoPro on. Like it's like yeah. meet everybody, meet the cast, dogs. Like it's just so fascinating that you're they are both it is it is such a great time capsule. It is one of those shows that much like when I watch Harry Met Sally and you're watching Meg Ryan be physically dropped off at the gate. You're like, oh, right. People used to do that. They used to walk you to your gate without a ticket and wave you off and then come get you from the gate. Sometimes they would walk you onto the plane. I mean, truly, it, truly. It would be like while someone lit up their bus. cigarettes, you know? Yeah. yeah. And be like, bye. See you later. Uh 
Okay, back to Sheena's wedding, though, real quick. When we talk about money going into it, here's the thing. Wedding dresses are expensive, correct? On the, like, $20,000 side. And so then if you, I mean, I'm sure there's a a range, of course. but There's range, and then there's alterations. Yeah. But she got a custom wedding dress. So I could see a lot of her um, legal money going to that. Yeah. You know. Well, also, can you imagine being the lawyer that helped her win the settlement? And now you're watching TV and you're like, she, she, nah, she, nah, she, nah. she nah. that's not what it was for. We also <laughs> recently found out and the I have to say this because it just happened a couple episodes ago um, that when Sheena was first in Los Angeles, she made uh, a fair amount of money acting in um not not the the general warning sign of like uh pornography or anything like that but in the like tame uh lafim nikita style god bless her usa up all night type shows i mean god bless this episode starts with one of the reasons i love me some sandfall also, guys, I need both of you to just go by your last names and not by your first. Yeah. It's confusing and I don't like it. But Well, they're opening like, a new bar the- called Schwartz and Sandy's. So. They, okay, thank God. But like, I love that it opens with him being very clear that they are going to the salon, not the barber shop, and that he is here to get his grooming done. Like every Broadway show is like a bunch of dudes heading to a barber shop. I mean, again, I am a black woman. The barbershop is where you're supposed to talk and be like, bitches, this is crazy. And like, meanwhile, Sandoval is like, shh, be quiet. I need I'm to talk like, about my look. I need yeah, to Yeah, he's like, I need to focus. I This artistry requires both muse and artist to be locked in. Yeah. And I'm just like, I... I can just imagine Sandoval. Be- people try to make me not like him. I'm like, guys, you're never going to make me not love this man. It's it's impossible. His his new band, his new cover band is called I know Tom, Tom Sandoval and the most extras. It's like um, why? Yep. Yeah, but that's the perfect name for it. Um, yeah, I like the idea of here's the thing. I've been to the barbershop. I've been to the salon and I'm a talker, right? So I go to the barbershop when I need something quick and I know that it can happen. I go to the salon when I'm like, I have a wedding coming up. Uh, I need, I, I please, can we make sure that the family. I need to be an adult man. I need yeah. you to do and, this. And I know that if you're going to be, you're going to be asking me questions, right? You're going to do this, this correctly. You think so? I, I can understand that for sure. <laughs> There's so much going on in this wedding and Sheena is like missing it. She's like self-sabotaging most of it because at the end of the day, nothing is ever going to go right. And... Uh-huh. She wants everything to go perfect, but her act, but the one thing she didn't spend money on was her actual wedding planner. <laughs> That's a fair You know what I love? Maybe it's because I come from a very long line of elopements. 
eloped, right? So like uh-huh. my grandparents eloped. They were married for almost 60 years. Like literally my grandmother crawled in the bed with my grandfather, held him in her arms as he passed. My parents eloped. They've been married for soon to be 34 years, have been together 44 years. So I grew up being obsessed with weddings, like buying wedding magazines. As I have gotten older, I get more on the elopement side. Like I am slowly killing my mother's dreams of finally getting to go to a wedding because as years go on, I become, I watch stuff like Shana where I'm like, oh my God, how much, how much money are all those flower petals? Oh, jeez. I got to get a planner to keep up with all this. Oh, God, all my friends are going to have their phones out. And I'm like, no, you just, well, if Marin, this is a waste. Yeah, maybe we could uh, make that five-hour trek to Vegas. Um, yeah. I'm with you. I am with you on that. Uh, also, sorry to, I love the idea of love. Uh, this wedding does not work out. So <gasps> to think that she spent all of this money. All of this money. I'll murder you. I'll kill you was, first. I'll find was, you. She was, she was so grumpy the whole time because it, it didn't go perfect. And then a couple of years later, she gets divorced. And it's Can just you, like. Listen, that's the part where I lose my mind. I'm like, yeah, how much money did I spend? What yep. did this cost me? That has been me rewatching this episode because I know what happens coming up. And I'm just like. See, I'm not knowing what happened. I was like, wow, this is nice, but this feels stressful. This feels yeah. very stressful. This feels like a lot of work for like just even the idea of just i don't know why just stress me out man and then yep. people come dressed idiots and i'm like how much money did i spend for you to wear a freaking bolo tie because who was that who basically wears like a like a bolo tie i spent three hundred dollars on your plate of food you couldn't buy a real tie I'm like get out of here two pieces of string come on how? now i'm gonna put on my 10 gallon hat and get out of here um <laughs> So suffice it to say, uh, it's a whole big mess, much like the season so far. Um, Mackenzie, I hinted earlier that we have another voicemail. Unless, do you have any final thoughts on your episode? I no, the only should. final thought is I really miss Cuban food. So really, audience, this is just a desperate plea by me. If you don't need good Cuban restaurants in the L.A. area, let me know. That yeah. should be our comment. Give us a five-star Give us five stars, and then the review could just be a restaurant recommendation. Thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you. We're still new. We're still new to L.A. We need to know the good stuff. Um, Yeah. Leave a five-star rating and review. But first, listen to this voicemail from our friend Stuart Fullerton, stand-up comic in New York City, co-host of Peter Madrigal's Social Happy Hour live YouTube show. Hi, Robs. It's me, Stuart, just giving you a call back to discuss, of course, one of the most iconic episodes of Vanderpump Rules, which is Ring on a String. If you are a Vanderpump historian, you know this episode by name, because of course it includes Sheena's Wedding, which is insane and one of the best parts of Vanderpump Rules ever. So the three things that drove me nuts about this episode, of course, is Sheena's absurdly expensive wedding to Shay. For marriage, she knew, we all knew it was never going to work. And yet she spent so much freaking money on this wedding. That's my favorite part. Of course, this is just highlighted by her crop top wedding dress, which is another iconic thing. And then, of course, one of my favorite parts of the wedding, which is when the wedding planner royally fucks up and does not play her in Shay's interest music. And Sheena flips out and even says, 
the whole reception is fucked and it's not fucking rocket science, which is one of my favorite Sheena lines ever. It's not fucking rocket science. I mean, she wrote her dance. And then Sheena and Shay proceed to go out and twerk, not together, you know, as most people for a first dance would do. But Shay is just sort of left awkwardly twitching on the side while Sheena just twerks alone, which is truly an allegory of all allegories, if you ask me. That's the first thing that drives me nuts about the episode. The second thing that drives me absolutely nuts in a good way about the episode is one of my favorite things that happen on Vanderbilt Rules is when Stassi and Christina Kelly get together and just talk shit. No one is more evil. Mean girls could never. They are the meanest girls in the world. And I just giggle watching them talk absolute shit about everyone around them and just be so mean. Christina really brings out the worst in Stassi, which is my favorite part of any time Christina gets a cameo on Vanderbilt Rules. And then the third and final thing that drove me nuts about the episode... Now, this one was interesting because I did not realize this the first few times I watched this episode. This is probably like my fourth time watching this episode. Jax says in his confessional that he has never been to a wedding. This is the first wedding he's ever been to. Now, if you don't mind, I'm just going to take you on a little journey. We're going to do some Vanderpump math. So Jax is now 42 years old. That's what Google says. Who knows if he actually is? You know, he could be older than that and lying, as of course we know he's the ultimate liar. He's 42 now in 2021. That episode happened in 2015, which was six years ago. So if you do the math, carry the one, 42 minus six equals 36. Jax is 36 at this time. Living in Los Angeles, a 36-year-old, and has never been to a wedding. Now... This cracked me up. I mean, I'm 28. I've been to like 10 weddings this year. I just think this just really encapsulates the life phase that they are in. It's a perfect time capsule of like where they are in their life. It's either no one ever invited you to a wedding or you just don't have any family that got married. I don't know. But that's my favorite part is the Jax has never been to a wedding. All right. uh, Call me back. Bye. Wow, Mackenzie, that was great. Uh, I mean... Listen, we are making other people endure the chaos that we have endured all these weeks. Uh, yeah. And really, that's the magic. Yeah, I think we're going to have to, you know, each each season of this show, uh, a new format is born. And who knows what season four will come with. And we'll find out next week uh, when we finish season three of Vanderpump oh, Rules wow. on this podcast, Vanderpump Robs. Now is the time to share with two friends, everyone listening, because it's going to get crazy. Mackenzie, thanks for joining me again. I mean, thanks for insisting that this be a good idea and and now forcing me to think that I am possibly in love with a man named Tom Sandoval. Well, um, I'll let you continue thinking those thoughts. People can follow me on Instagram at Rob K. Schulte. They can follow you at Miss USA to MBA. Uh, you can support Pink Jeans podcast at patreon.com slash pink jeans. And uh, you also co-host a Taylor Striker show, correct? Yes, I do, ladies and gents. You can find me on Fridays on the Taylor Striker show. But right now we're on vacation. So yep. uh, I'm not over at Taylor, but we're only doing this is the only Thanksgiving episode you're going to find in these streets. Well, there's plenty of back catalog of podcasts. You're on podcast, Simon. Um, hopefully everyone's still full of turkey. And we'll see you next week on Vanderpump Robs. 
wait, Rob, is that who we're talking about? Yeah. 